0: welcome to this speed listen installment of the Six-Gun Justice Podcast, featuring everything you need to know about Steve Holland, the face that launched a thousand paperbacks, all in under 15 minutes, give or take. I'm Paul Bishop, my compadre Richard Prosh and I co-host the full-length episodes of the Six-Gun Justice Podcast, but I write solo for these speed listen bonus installments. Known as the face that launched a thousand paperbacks, artist model Steve Holland embodied and defined the words rough, tough, manly, and heroic. In the 70s, Steve Holland's skill for striking action poses made him the first and often only model choice for the top paperback cover artists of the day. When editors insisted their artists use a different cover model, the results were never as creative or effective. As a result, sales of their hero-centric paperbacks plummeted when Holland's presence didn't grace the covers. While Holland's face and physique was plastered across uncountable Western paperbacks, iconic artist and illustrator James Bama turned to Holland when he was commissioned to paint the covers of the Nevada Jam series of Western paperbacks. These are highly sought after today. Holland's unique understanding of how the human body moved and positioned itself in any action related scenario exaggerated pulp heroics, military combat, galloping on horseback, murder minded men's adventure vigilantes, firing weapons, or having his flesh ripped by weasels made him an unmatched phenomenon. Coupled with the craggy lines of his uber-masculine features, Holland became the dominant force in the world of paperback cover paintings. His instantly identifiable image was also ripped off as many times, if not more, than it was used with authorization. Doc Savage, the Avenger, the Sharpshooter, the Penetrator, and a hundred other paperback heroes all displayed the same firm jawline, deep-set, steely eyes, slightly cruel mouth, and imposing physical frame composed of twisted muscles and iron. He looked good in cavalry joppers and boots, a ripped shirt, a skin-tight hero disguise, or anything else dragged from a customer's closet. Holland radiated machismo. Holland had minor success with an acting career. He played Flash Gordon in the original live-action U.S. TV series, filming 39 episodes between 1954 and 55. For the trivia buffs among you, the first 26 episodes were filmed in post-war Berlin, and the remaining 13 were filmed in Marseille. Prior to his work playing Flash Gordon, Holland had been the model on the cover of cowboy Bob Colt's Fawcett Comics during the early 1950s. He appeared in the 1953 movie The Court Martial of Billy Mitchell, as well as minor roles in summer stock and other theater productions. But none of these roles would lead to anything anywhere near the pinnacle Holland would reach as a cover model. When his posing work began to pay far more than his acting work and provided a steady demand for his services, Holland abandoned acting to pursue his true calling. As I mentioned a few moments ago, revered American artist James Bama used Steve Holland as the model for the Nevada Jim Westerns. He had previously used Holland, as a model for his first paperback cover commission, A Bullet for Billy the Kid. However, James Bama's most famous use of Steve Holland was as the model for the series of the now-iconic paperback covers he painted for the Doc Savage Man of Bronze Adventures, which were published by Bantam. Bama's style of illustration was known as photorealistic. He would take numerous photos of his model, in most cases Steve Holland, to use as a guide while creating a painting with the look and feel of a photograph. In the case of Steve Holland, Bama would create a series of sketched poses. Holland would then take the sketches and physically recreate them, sometimes changing the position of his arms and legs to make a more natural stance. Holland's own knowledge in art and his background as an actor helped him to understand how to use lighting and body positioning to create zones of contrast for an artist to exploit. When asked about his ability, Holland replied that he was able to twist his body into positions that were part in light and part in shadow so they complemented each other. Holland claimed he could instinctively and physically feel it across his body when a pose was correct, and then had the ability to hold the exact pose while photos were taken. Holland also stated he was able to mentally transform himself into whatever character he was posing for, be it cowboy, killer, or Doc Savage, and he believed this translated into his physical positioning. Bama was so enthralled with Holland's abilities and understanding of how to use light and shadow to dramatically embody his poses, he referred to Holland as the world's greatest male model. Nobody has ever argued with the moniker. Before Holland became a one-man paperback cover sensation, he first conquered the world of Men's Adventure magazine covers in similar fashion. The outrageous yet brilliantly covered paintings on the Men's Adventure magazines were steroidal versions of the lurid scenes in garish colors from the original pulp magazines. Illustration artists like Bruce Minnie, Mel Kerr, and Norm Eastman, who often used himself as a model for villains and other characters, fueled these covers with explosions of sex and sadism. And Steve Holland's visage was splashed across a literally uncountable number of them. Often, Holland's features with different expressions would be used for more than one figure in the cover illustration. On more than one occasion, Steve Holland was pictured fighting Steve Holland with another Steve Holland looking on. Often, Holland would be featured along with his female counterpart, the beautiful Eva Lind. The duo rescued, tortured, or chased each other, interchanging roles as damsels hunks in distress, evil sadists, or brave heroes to fit the needs of the interior stories on hundreds of Men's Adventure magazine illustrations. On cover after cover, Holland was the hard-bitten Marine rescuing a gorgeous bikini-bottom-clad woman, her long hair artfully covering her other voluptuous charms from the clutches of Nazi sadists. He was also the Mauser-wielding American agent about to save provocatively posed, scantily clad battlefield nurses from sexual slavery. The deadly commando knifing Japanese sentries to liberate half-naked, high-heeled-wearing blondes with enhanced attributes from a POW camp. Don't ask how they got there. He was the brave, bare-chested American soldier about to be tortured in incredibly ingenious ways, and he was also pictured in any other crazed scenario imaginable. And he was the craggy-faced western loner who lives by his gun, who appeared on western cover after western cover. It was common for Holland to be on the covers of two or even three different men's adventure magazines in the same month, whether fighting off crazed animals of dubious species, taking on a pack of outlaw bikers in the subway riding hell for leather to turn a stampede, or leading a team of frogmen on a desperate submarine sabotage assignment, Holland made you believe he was capable of taking on any dangerous assignment or escaping from threatened torments without breaking a sweat. Paperbacks and men's adventure magazines were not the only publishing mediums to take advantage of Holland's masculine presence. He appeared on comic book covers such as the Western Bob Colt comics, Magnus, Robot Fighter, 4000 A.D., The Phantom, The Ghost Who Walks, and many others. Fashion and similar advertising campaigns, along with posters for B-movies such as Latitude Zero, Sahara Cross, or A Taste for Killing, all look to the manliness of Steve Holland to push product. If he was around today, there is no doubt his avatar would reign over the world of high-tech gaming. However, the 70s explosion of paperback originals and reprints of established pulp hero adventures made Holland a superstar, his image impossible to escape even today. The men's adventure magazines made Holland familiar to its wide but niche audience. However, the societal moors demanded men's adventure magazines be hidden down the side of Dad's armchair or kept in dark corners of garages next to hidden stacks of Playboys. While some of the top-tier men's adventure magazines, such as Argosy, were prominently displayed on the newsstands of the day, many of the more salacious titles were consigned to the back racks of the lowest tier lest sensibilities of the less manly be offended. Paperback covers exposed Holland's image to the rest of the world. On every drugstore spinner rack across the country, Holland was Nevada Jim, Doc Savage, The Avenger, The Spider, The Executioner, Jason Stryker, Master of Martial Arts, Western Series Hero Buchanan, the Phantom, the Penetrator, the Man from Orgy, and an infinite number of mercenaries, cops, cowboys, crooks, action series characters, and standalone heroes. Examples of his many Western paperback appearances can be found on the Sixgunjustice.com blog, including the, the Matta Jim series, Luke Short's Man on the Blue, the Buchanan series, Cavalry Sergeant by John L. Shelley, and Galloping Broncos by Max Brand, among many others. In 1992, Holland retired to pursue his passion for painting after posing for a last few Doc Savage covers. He passed away in 1997. He was 72 years old. To this day and into the foreseeable future, even casual collectors of men's adventure magazines or paperback action series can't help but have examples of Steve Holland action covers on their shelves. To Vester Stallone, Chuck Norris, Jason Statham, Dwayne The Rock Johnson, and all the other kick-ass pretty boys are pretenders to the throne of the ultimate man of action. Steve Holland remains a now and forever king. Long live the King! Thanks for listening to this bonus speedless installment of the Six Gun Justice podcast. Remember to check out our website at Sixgunjustice.com for regularly updated reviews, articles and interviews from the best of the Western Word slingers. Prior Six Gun Justice podcast episodes, Six Gun Justice speed listen installments, and Six Gun Justice conversations are available on all major podcast streaming platforms. <laughs> Till next time, be kind to yourself, be kind to others, and live by the cowboy code. Adios. I'm out of here. Let's ride.